0: And fail means, and the acronym is first attempt in learning. So you're going to fail. And the good thing about a failure is you're that much closer to succeeding.
1: Learn modern marketing that you can use to grow your business in today's competitive landscape. This is Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie
2: Rouse. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Digital Marketing Masters. I'm your host, Matt Rouse. And today... My guest is Clarissa Burt. Clarissa, how are you? I'm just doing fabulously. Thank you. Man, beautiful day today. It's a great day to be doing the show. And I hope all of you guys are having a great day out there, too. Let me tell you a little bit more about Clarissa. She is an internationally acclaimed award winning media personality, producer, director, writer, author, public speaker and former supermodel and winner of the Celebrity Survivor Show. She's got hundreds of television and film credits to her name. I actually went and did a little bit of research for my own and saw that she was in The Never Ending Story too, which I thought was interesting because that's a movie I remember from being a kid. <laughs> uh, in June of 2022, this month, she was uh, knighted by the Royal Order of Constantine the Great and St. Helen, joined the ranks of 350 dames worldwide. She's the founder and CEO of Limelight Media and also... I wanted to mention the author of the best selling book, The Self Esteem Regime, which is what we wanted to talk about today. So, Clarissa, let me ask my first question Why did you write The Self Esteem Regime?
0: Well, yeah. I wrote the first of all. I've been a dame now for four days, just so you know. It just happened in Las Vegas on Sunday. We are now on Thursday. I know this will come out a little bit later, but it's just kind of new now and very exciting. So that happens, and I wrote the book because I saw that there were a lot of congruencies in my life with people that I thought, from my perspective, were amazing human beings, and they were having a difficult time believing that they were. And so I watched my mother, um, you know, who was a beautiful woman, and she just never wanted to have her picture taken. Don't take my picture. And I'm like, Mom, what's the big deal? It's a camera. We take pictures. That's what we do. I was the family photographer and just couldn't take her picture because she didn't think she looked good in, in pictures. And I thought, well, that was kind of interesting. And my grandmother... Another beautiful woman, beautiful. This is all, you know, as I'm growing up, you know, as a child. But grandma, the beautiful woman. And I, I have to lose weight. I have to lose weight. Not, you don't have to lose weight, grandma. You look great. She put, she she takes two diet pills, swallows them, chokes on them, perforates her esophagus, and spends the next six weeks in the hospital. And I thought, well, that was really, you know, I didn't need to do that. Why are we doing that to ourselves? Fast forward, I work with some of the most beautiful creatures on the planet, as models around the world, and and I'm not saying every model. Don't get me wrong, but I will say many of them did have self esteem issues, whether because they were drugging, or they were, or they were in toxic relationships, or they were binging, or they were, you know, cutting, or there was something. Not again, not all, just some. But I thought, wow, why would this gal be going down that path when she's, geez, she's got what would seem to so many as a really great life. So the common denominator, obviously, was self-esteem or the lack thereof. And I decided that it was a great time to do that. It was a great time to do that because of what we also were just have been going through with COVID. So COVID was a, was a time of loss for many. It was loss of family, faith, hope, identity, money, jobs, stability. It was a loss of a lot of different things. Uh, again, not for all, but as a collective, I think that we were destabilized by what happened with COVID. And I think that that means that for many, it's a time to start taking a, you know, a, a deeper dive inward and learning more about how we can sustain ourselves in a healthy, uh, prosperous and really bold way through difficulties, much like we've been going through recently. So this is why now, The book, The Self-Esteem Regime, is out, and it is an action plan for becoming the competent person you were meant to be. Uh, We all know that we were meant to be, but sometimes life is a very interesting place to be, and we we could all use a little bit of assistance and support along the way.
2: You're absolutely right, and I see it a lot in the business world, because I'm talking to business owners kind of, you know, pretty much all the time at this point, I I think I talk to business owners more than I talk to non-business owners at this point in my life, but you get a lot of people who can be, you know, they can be timid or they have a lack of confidence and even though they do amazing work, you know, sometimes they help lots of of people and and they do great charity work and they do all these things and they can still have self-esteem issues and it seems pretty prevalent in society nowadays.
0: Yeah, I think the deal is, you know, there is no, there's no identikit for self-esteem or lack of self-esteem or unhealthy, you know, low self-esteem. Uh, it, nobody gets off this planet without, you know, everybody goes through their th- their thing. There's never a, a self-esteem test you can take and get a hundred on and go, well, I, I aced that one, you know, I can move on to the next because... Life is going to trigger you always. You are always going. There's always going to be something that you're going to have to deal with. What I say is it's really important when you read books like mine or I spent a life when actual book sh- shops were actually around in the self-help section or in the personal growth section. And I'm so thrilled to see my book when I walk into the Barnes & Nobles now and see my book next to Brene Brown or Dr. Chief Deepak Chopra or Joe Dispenza, like kind of all on the same uh, shelf, right? Because of the because of the last name of the author, and I I realize that this is a very important time for all of us again to be doing the extra work and taking a look at books like mine that start with well, every chapter is is begins with a re word regime obviously is an organized way of doing things, but we start with release. So what is it we really need to let go of? We're holding on. People are holding on a whole lot tighter than they think they are. And they need to release some things. We end the book with chapter 12, which is reciprocal. And a lot of people are givers, but have a hard time taking. A lot of people have a great time taking, but really don't know how to give. So we work on on that reciprocity piece that's so important in in what it means to have happy, healthy self-esteem.
2: And obviously, you've done pretty well in business. You know, you've got your TV show and the podcast and your digital magazine, and you're working with the Women's Global Event coming up in November. We've worked as an ambassador. You've, you know, did all kinds of things, right? Entrepreneurial Excellence Awards of the Women's Economic Forum, U.S. Chair for the G100 Club, right?
0: Wow, you did do your homework. Congratulations. I know. Wow. That's amazing.
2: Part of my self esteem building. That I want to know. No, you're probably one
0: of the most prepared interviewers I've ever spoken with. So congrats on that.
2: Thanks. What is it you think that, because we have a mostly uh business person audience, right? What do you think improving self-esteem or awareness of how to, you know, kind of cope with with low self-esteem, what do you think that does for people in business?
0: That, are, that think that, that they're living in sol- low self-esteem? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, uh, the imposter syndrome. I think we see that a lot in business. You know, people are they're working hard and they, they're doing okay in their businesses and they're all right, but they really feel as though they're not. And so they feel like they're living through the imposter syndrome, which is, it's like, it's an inability to believe that one's success is deserved, right? and that you are successful, you're working really hard, but as soon as you get an accolade, as soon as you get an award, you, you know, you kind of feel as though you are not up to snuff or you're not up to speed on, on the same perception that others may have of you. And this is really, this is where people start to suffer from the imposter syndrome, which could, you know, kind of increases your risk of, you know, like anxiety and even potentially depression. Because, you you know, you just are not feeling good enough about yourself and you've got to learn to pat yourself on the back to let others, you know, to let others. This is, again, that reciprocity. Let other people say, hey man, great job. Good on you. You know, I know what it takes. I knew I know the kind of work you put into this, too. And, and just keep your mouth shut and let it sink in. Absorb it. You know, not everybody is going to be, you know, on the same level. We're all a different path. We work at different speeds. And so just take the time to allow yourself to enjoy your successes. A lot of people don't do that. And I think that that's where they really have to take a, you know, take a minute, take a deeper dive. Another thing is, oh, I'm so afraid. I'm so afraid. I'm really, really afraid. Well, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid to fail. Okay, great. Failing fail means and the acronym is first attempt in learning, right? Your first attempt in learning. So the first car didn't come off the assembly line perfect. And the first light bulb wasn't perfect. You know, you get my point. So, you know, you're going to fail. And the good thing about a failure is you're that much closer to succeeding, right? So every failure brings you that much closer to where you want to be. Now, I'm not going to say spend your lifetime, you know, your life failing. Obviously, we want to get to the success point as quickly as possible. But don't take it so hard when there is, I mean, It's normal that we are, you know, we're going to have failures. Not everything is going to work out perfectly the way we want it to work out. Another thing I would say also is don't betray your conscience. And I want to say that again. Don't betray your conscience. It's there. You hear it. It's that sixth sense. It's that pit of your stomach feeling. It's that all knowing is trying to knock on your, you know, on your noggin and say, you got, you know, you got this, you just, you know, you've got to do the right thing. Don't betray your conscience. Who are you? Who, who is the person that you are when no one else is in the room? Right. Okay. And then strive to be a better person tomorrow. I do try every day to be a better person tomorrow than I am today. And that, I mean, it might mean the littlest things or it might mean larger things, but I think that self esteem comes with just even the littlest things. Little things hold the door open for say elevator door open for somebody. I know it sounds silly and you would think that, you know, everybody does that, but not everybody does that because they everybody's in a hurry. Instead of taking a few extra seconds, holding the door, letting the person that's running for the elevator in, you know, and feeling good about the littlest thing sometimes can be that little teeny weeny weeny. I'm feeling pretty good about what I just did. It doesn't have to be huge broad stroke overtures.
2: Yeah, you know, I was sitting down having lunch. Uh, I drove up to Halifax a couple of days ago. I was down having lunch with an um, IP attorney that I know there. And I think we probably spent half of our hour and a half lunch talking about what are all the ways we can come up with to thank the people that we work with around us, our collaborators, our customers, right? Our vendors, that kind of thing. We were talking about ways to use apps and buying actual physical postcards and and all these ways that we can show people, you know, hey, we, we really respect what you do. We appreciate you. We see you, right? We want to make sure that you know it, right? Because, Nowadays, kind of more than ever, as you're saying, people have kind of lost that personal touch, right?
0: Absolutely have lost that personal touch. And it's, you know, in my day, it was called manners. You know, it was it was the way that we treated others because we have kind hearts and we want to make people's lives easier, right? Whether that be, again, keep it holding the door open, letting someone in in traffic. What is the big deal about letting somebody... Let them in. It's not a big deal. <laughs> just let them in, you know. Or helping a woman down the stairs with a baby carriage. All the littlest things you, do. a smile, just a smile and a hello, good morning. That's all you may have to do sometimes, just to make. You never know the kind of difference you're making in someone's life. Life, you know. I'm, I'm, I walk through a store and, and I'll see a lady. Oh, I love that top. You know, just silly stuff, but just enough that you know it did. It took. second and a half out of my life, but I would like to think that it kind of put a little bit of a lilt in her step. You know what I mean? So, you know, there are so many important messages in in happy, healthy self-esteem. And another one is, you know, there are, you know, you have three choices in life, right? So you can give up or you can give in or you can give it all you got. And I think that that's what I like to impart when I say, give it all you got, give it everything you can. Give your self-esteem the time to grow. You know, who are you listening to? Where are you learning from? Our natal tribe taught us certain things. Thanks, mom. Thanks, dad. Appreciate it. But not everything is going to be true for me. I'll be home for Christmas dinner. I'll see you at Thanksgiving. We'll love you always, but I need to move on to what is true for me. Your faith, same thing. You may take what resonates and leave what What may not? And I'm not saying I'm just saying a lot of us don't necessarily always buy in 100 percent to what we are taught in our faith. Friends, universities, education, the educated process, the friends that we make there, they may live with us for a reason, a season or a lifetime. So knowing that, you know, people are going to be coming, they're going to ebb and flow in our lives, and that when, you know, we lose touch with people all the time, right? It just It's just a natural part of the way life is. But knowing that you did everything that you could possibly do to be the best person you could possibly be while they were in your lives is the most important thing, I think, for all of us. And, and that's a, it there. And again, it's something very simple that helps us also feel about feeling good about who we are.
2: Absolutely. And. I don't think that there is any part of your life that's not going to improve if you can improve your self-esteem.
0: Yeah. I mean, and I say again, the natal tribe, your friends, your educated process. Who are you listening to? Where are you learning from? Take what you need. Take what resonates and move on. You know, hopefully this is all, this is all, these are all things that are, um, enhancing your life, that are enriching your life, that make you bigger, you're bolder, you're, you're, you're more, you know, you're more beautiful inside and out. You're taking care of yourself physically, your diet, your exercise, nutrition. All of these things uh, contribute to what it means to be living in your greater good and your, and highest esteem. And this is what I wish for everyone. I, would love to be able to see women all over the world, women, children, and men. There's a reason that the cover of my book is blue because I didn't, uh, when I first got the cover of my book, it was all iterations of different pinks and oranges and yellows and very feminine looking. And I asked if we could change it to all different colors of blue. And that's because I wanted to be able to catch the male eye as well. And the men that have read this book have, have, have written to me and told me that it has changed their lives. So I, I do want to you know, make it clear that I want everyone to live in happy health esteem. And it's it's just that important. If you know if you think about it for a moment, if we all were to live with our you know raising the vibration a little bit uh, around ourselves, now we're attracting people that, that resonate at higher vibration. And then we can really start to rise. And I don't mean to sound like a woo-woo hippie person, I mean to say that will, uh, higher waters raise all ships or something. I forget exactly the exact who But uh, uh, as we better ourselves, we better the relationships around us. And therefore, you know, if, if, think about the world today, what it would be like and how much different it would be if we were living everyone in happy, healthy self-esteem. There wouldn't be as much anger. There wouldn't be as much violence. There wouldn't be as much hate. There wouldn't be as many wars. And there would just be it would just be a much, much more lovely place to live.
2: Yeah. You see a lot of, uh, of sad, unhappy people online attacking other people constantly. And you're just like, Oh, I kind of feel bad for you at the same time, even though you're a jerk.
0: Well, here we go. (laughs) Hurt people, hurt people. people.
2: That's true. It's true.
0: So it's up to us. I was hurt. You, I'm sure you were hurt. There's no doubt in my mind. I've been hurt, but I don't take it out on others. I don't hold it in and foster and fester and anger. And I don't do that. I want to live in, it's all good. And it taught me something and it came into my life for a reason. And what did I learn from that relationship?
2: So Clarissa, I also wanted to ask you, and this is sort of on topic, but but slightly to the side, I guess. I was watching your some of your videos on your YouTube channel, In the Limelight with Clarissa. I was curious why you called it In the Limelight.
0: Because, you know, ever since I was uh, Mary Poppins in the kindergarten play, I've been on stage in front of a microphone and, you know, some way, shape or form. And I've lived most of my life on a stage and with a microphone and in front of cameras or in front of live audiences or on movie sets or television sets. So in some way, shape or form, I knew that I had lived my life in the limelight. And what I wanted others to do is to know that they, too, can live their lives in their truth in a very strong and fortuitous way that they they don't, not everybody has to live on stage in front of a microphone, but that they also can live their lives in the limelight, no matter what that limelight means to them. So I, for my business, obviously we are media. So it is in the limelight a little bit more, but at the end of the day with the integration of the book. And by the way, I also have a mastermind called in the limelight. It's in the limelight blast her mind and it's um, all women and we, we've integrated the book. into it was always just a business mastermind, but we integrated the 12 sessions of my mastermind with the 12 chapters of the book. And what was born from the merging of the two was something extraordinary. Um, most uh, masterminds are all about business and mine became more about a personalized way of talking about your business and not only. And so some of the things that the women shared on this mastermind were were um, it, there were two suicides, there was a suicide attempt, there was a husband that was going through pancreatic cancer. I mean, there were so we were able to in that light, you know, under the in the limelight blast her mind, talk about things that women really needed to be talking about having this sisterhood all around them, ready to catch them, ready to support them, ready to hug them, ready to hold them through the difficulties that, you know, life is already difficult enough. Now we've got financial worries. We've got food shortage worries. We've got political worries. We've got COVID worries. We've got monkey pox. I don't even know what's coming up there. But we've got a lot on us, every one of us. We are very, believe it or not, or, or realize it or not, we are more stressed than what we think we are psychologically. So when you can find places of support, and I, I suggest every it's in the book, you know, go find your support systems, find them and be reciprocal. So you know, in these support the, your support systems, give when you can to someone who's in need and be ready to receive when it's your turn.
2: Clarissa, I know I don't want to cause you any undue stress by keeping you past your next appointment here because I know you have to go. If somebody wants to get the book or they want to get more information about you or your mastermind, where can they do that?
0: Well, you can get uh, the book is on Amazon. The self esteem regime. It's also in Kindle, and you can get it also at in at Audible, or you can walk into any Barnes and Noble in the United States right now and get the book. The book is also being translated into Spanish for Spain and Italian for Italy at the moment. So uh, I'm really happy to say that my book for me is a manual, it's a mission, and it's a movement. I'm really excited.
2: Perfect, Liz. All right, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge on the show today. I hope we can help some people pick up their self-esteem.
0: Thank you. I do too. It would be better for all of us. Thank you so much.
2: This has
1: been Digital Marketing Masters with Matt and Carrie Rouse. For notes and a transcript of this episode, go to hookseo.com forward slash podcast. Join us next week as we dive into more tips and ideas to grow your business.